Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 30th episode of the Tech Educator Podcast. We are here as your weekly webinar every single Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. We are so thankful that you are here today celebrating Connected Educator Month with us. There's, of course, several ways that you can connect with us. Our website is techeducatorpodcast.com, and we're using tonight the hashtag techeducatorpodcast. Ed Show. Sorry, we're using the Twitter name Tech Ed Show and we're using the hashtag Tech Educator. Now, of course, there's several ways that you can work with us throughout the show and be a part of this. We, of course, love it when you use our hashtag Tech Educator. And if you're following tonight on TeacherCast.tv, where we broadcast live each and every week, you can use the chat box that's in there. We certainly love it. We have our, our co-hosts manning that tonight. And uh, before too long, I want to introduce our co-host, Mr. John Samuelson. John, how are you today? Hey, I'm just fine. Uh, I love the Google Hangout. I didn't get just kicked out or anything. <laughs> and uh, John, you weren't here last week. Uh, I know you had a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, you had some issues there. Talk to us a little bit about what's been going on with you and over at uh, iPad Sammy Hood. Okay, well, at old iPad Sammy Hood, oops, and then of course now I had to turn on this because I'm getting ready to do a big intro, but um, we had a nice Techlandia last night. We are introducing Jeff, you ready for this one? It is the fourth rotating co-host, and we have a stable, a, a veritable connected educator potpourri, if you will, of great people that are coming on the show with us. We have Dave Guyman. Jeremy McDonald, Allison, quit tweet texting me. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> we have Tim Lauer. We have Principal J, Jessica Johnson. We have Michelle Cordy, and we have everything John Spencer. All have said yes to being a rotating fourth co-host because, really, they see how much of a toll it's taken on poor Kurt Rees, and there's no way they're signing up for it every week. But they said if they can <laughs> rotate, they're down Aww. for it. So that's what we have. And so we have, we figured a great stable of people. We, not that we are, um, we're just trying to be, you know, we're trying to practice what we preach a little bit. If you're, if you get stale or if you get like complacent, we're not trying to be that. We're trying to beat it to the complacency to the punch. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was pretty good and, uh, we can't wait. We have Michelle Cordy, uh, in there, and she is already thinking of great new things to do, and she's said, oh, we could do a math-themed Techlandia, and I said, see, that's why I need, other people need to come up with the ideas, I have none anymore. Nice. So, <laughs> Well, we certainly want to say thank you, everybody out there who's watching. We are live every single Sunday night over at TeacherCast.tv, and our website, again, is TechEducatorPodcast.com, where you can find all of our videos, our audios, and of course, the best thing that you can do for us is subscribe to our YouTube channel. Right here on our show, there is a button that says subscribe to us on YouTube, but right now we have 462 YouTube subscribers, and the best part about that is at the beginning of the school year, we had about 400, so it's moving really, really quickly, and uh, check that out. Of course, you can also click here and check out our TeacherCast educational broadcasting schedule. If you like what we do here at TeacherCast Educational Broadcast, I welcome you to stick around with us because at 9.30 Eastern Time on a Sunday night, we have the Principal Cast. That's right. Our live weekly administrator uh, teacher leadership show featuring Dr. Spike Cook, Teresa Steger, and your Principal J, Jessica Johnson. Underneath of here, we certainly welcome you to come to iTunes and sign up to download all of our respective 
uh, podcast from TeacherCast to the Tech Educator Show, Instructional Tech Talk, and the one and only Techlandia. And uh, it seems like every week, John, we have two or three people sign up for our weekly newsletter. Would love to have you guys do that. So please head on over to the TechEducatorPodcast.com. And, uh, you know, today is really the start of Connected Educator Month. You know, it's, it's a few days early, but we put out a blog post today over at TeacherCast, which you can find at blog.teachercast.net. And I have 10 ways to tell you might be a connected educator. And today uh, we were Voxing back and forth. And if you haven't tried out Voxer yet, I certainly recommend it to you. It's a free app and it's, it's like turning your phone into a big walkie-talkie. <laughs> but but uh, we have some of, some of the ways that you might be a connected educator here. A um, couple things that we came up with here. It says, if your family dinner conversation has a hashtag, you might be a connected educator. And one of my favorite ones here that's uh, kind of connected to what's going on here in our life. If you plan on naming your triplets Ed, Moe, and Doe, you might be a connected educator. Oh. So check that out over at blog.teachercast.net. And what I'd like to have you guys do is actually leave me some comments. If you have any uh, specific criteria for being a connected educator, we certainly would love to have you um, leave some comments with us. That is what we're here all about. We are here being connected educators. One more time, thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. We are here every single Sunday at 7 o'clock using that hashtag, Tech Educator, and thank you so much for watching. People often ask, John, how do we watch TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting? And there's two ways to do it. You can go to teachercast.tv. You can go to techeducatorpodcast.com slash live. But did you know that you can actually watch TeacherCast programming on your iPad? Now, there's two apps that actually run Flash-based content. One of them is called Rover, and Rover's a great app if you're looking for Flash-based comment. But, sadly, you will find that if you try to watch one of our broadcasts, it's, it's not possible on Rover. And that's because we're not yet a partner with Rover. So, we're asking you guys a favor. Please connect to Rover. They have an email address there that's basically uh, partners at, I think it's rover.com. And I think if you send them an email or 17 or 18, um, we're trying to reach out to them. We've, uh, we've reached out to them quite a bit. But uh, so far, no emails actually back. So, we're trying to hook up with Rover so we can get our educational programming on... Um, on, on on your iPad. And there's another app, John. I don't know if you heard about this one that I just found. I think it's called Comet, but I will double check that. Oh. But it's a new app that actually is a web browser that does flash programming. And it cool. does it pretty darn well. So we will make sure that we have some of those links in our show notes. But uh, I would definitely recommend you trying that. Um, so we are trying our best to get it out on the uh, iPad and out on, you know, out on the iOS screens as much as possible. That brings us to the the man of the hour here, John, doesn't it? We we've been you know yes. blessed over the last few months here to have a stalker. I mean, to have a great quality <laughs> educator connecting with us. And you know, it wasn't too long ago that we started off this show. Uh, Thirty weeks ago, actually, maybe thirty-one weeks, depending on. I think we missed an ISTE month. But <laughs> but this 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 account kept coming up to us and, and, and you know, we, we, we became good friends. And I noticed that this account, this, this particular Twitter person was all over the place. They were hobnobbing. Can, can educators hobnob? They were hobnobbing oh, yeah. with like Angela Myers and Lisa Nielsen. And they were, they were all over the ed chat and the ed tech. And they were, they were talking back and forth with tech ninja Todd an awful lot. And, and I said, if we are having 
if we are having Connected Educator Month here on the Tech Educator Podcast, we need to have this individual not only on the show, but kick off, kick off, I tell you, the Connected Educator. John, I give you... Can you hear it? Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you the one and only Craig Yen, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Craig Yen, how are you today? I am doing great. How are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. I, uh, I, I just got a new, brand new uh, iPhone 5S, and I couldn't be happier. Other than the fact that my Eagles are probably losing about 135 to 13, <laughs> I'm doing well. Craig, welcome in, on video. Welcome to the Tech Educator Podcast. And might I say, on behalf of the entire TeacherCast nation... Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Platform. It is an honor, sir. It is an honor to be on your show this evening. And and I noticed that, John, if you if you if you caught this, as soon as we started introducing Craig Yen to the program, our viewership absolutely doubled. That's good. I'm happy. Uh, happy Tech Educator Podcast to those two people that just joined us. <laughs> 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 no, it's good to see. It's good to see Craig. Craig is always, you know, and you know, you know that you're a connected educator. When my wife Marnie Moose says, "Tell Craig I said hello," because Craig even talks to my wife, so Aww. that's really good. So she said, hey, she Marnie. said to say hello. Nice. Hello, hello. Well, Craig talks to my wife too, but that's we're going to talk to that's Craig a whole right different now. Different story. <laughs> Craig, talk to us a little bit about yourself. Uh, who who are you, and what do you do, man? Oh, don't forget to say hi to Jen for me. I will. And the edu triplets. <laughs> and the edu triplets, of course. Who, by the way, have like 60 followers right now. Ooh. <laughs> so fo- follow yeah, at edu triplets. followers than me. Yeah, well. <laughs> Does that mean they really have 180 followers? Do we have to multiply it by three then? I, I don't know about that. But if you if you haven't uh, yet checked that out, it's uh, baby.teachercast.net. And uh, we, are, we are 138 days away from... Um, What's the term? Purgatory? I'm not sure yet. But it's, it's <laughs> at, at Edu Triplets. And, and as we're walking into this holiday season, don't forget, we are registered. Oh, yes, we are registered. <laughs> but enough about the Edu Triplets. Today is all about – John, get ready. John, get ready. Okay. All today, right. today is all about Craig Yen. <laughs> so, Craig, you, come, you, you hail from California, correct? Yes, I am from California and holding down the – California portion of the show tonight, as Sam is not able to join us this evening. Um, I'm a fifth grade teacher, and I work over in Walnut Creek, California, and I've been teaching now for um, 11 years. (laughs) Once you get to double digits, you're committed. Yes, committed in more than one way. Yes, in more than one way, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And I've mainly taught fourth um, fourth grade, and then I taught a four or five last year, mm-hmm. and I've been teaching a fifth grade this year. Now, Craig, we're we're so glad that you're on. The reason why we wanted you to kick off Connected Educator Month is because you are like the Connected Educator recently. There's no place that we're going. I I remember being at a a conference that I was broadcasting at, and I was having some audio and video trouble, and I just happened to put out. Now, this was like at 7 in the morning, which was early your time, and I just happened to put out, hey, how was the audio and video? 
And there you popped up with the answers, and you were helping me out. You were running tech support for TeacherCast from three hours away and 35,000 miles. Yeah, that's 4 a.m., Craig. What are you doing up at 4 a.m.? But, but I can go even farther on that one. There are nights where it's Uh-oh. 4 in the morning and I'm working. Don't, don't question that no, one. We know, we know that. <laughs> we know there, about that. There's no doubt about that, Jeff. We know you not, not, not all the tweets are auto-tweeted. Now, <laughs> and I have questions of, like, hey, how does the website look? Or, hey, who's... And Craig Yen is always there, so I gotta tell you, people who uh, people who are looking for a friend at all hours of the night, and you want to go where everybody knows your name—that is Craig Yen. Craig, talk to us a little bit about your journey into being a connected educator. What? When did you actually get on to Twitter? What's your birth date? Sure, my birthday on Twitter was almost a year ago. In other words, I joined Twitter about a year and three months ago, and then after joining, I just left it there. I don't remember as to why it is that I had joined, and my grand total of tweets over that first year was perhaps like three, and it might have been to enter some sort of contest or something. And so in the last year, you've had 6,300 tweets. (laughs) That's awesome. In the last last three months, I've had about 6,300 tweets. You are now sitting at 6,402 tweets. You are following 757 people. And you have 860 followers. People, if you're not following at Craig Yen, I don't know what you're missing. What here. are you doing? Right. What are you doing? So, Craig, can I, so did you just pick up sure. Twitter over the summer then? Is that so what So I did pick up Twitter over the summer. And then so right around the summertime, I decided it, I was um, over in a simple K-12 webinar. And I've been doing that for the, past, for the last two summers. And in the last two summers... Every single one of those presenters and every single one of those names that I was seeing, they always broadcast their Twitter handle. And then so I'd always write it down or like store it somewhere and I'd just be like, okay, yeah, there's this thing called Twitter. I've now got these Twitter handles and never ever realized as to that power of that Twitter handle or what it is that Twitter means. And what does Twitter mean to you? I think that it means a lot more than just... um, it's just a platform. It's a platform, in other words, to connect to other people. And it's a platform where it is that you're able to connect with people that you actually um, share a lot of your same interests. And it's, it's, an, it's been an awesome experience being, this, being a connected educator. Well, well, talk to us a little bit about that. I mean, what is your definition of a connected educator? I mean, wh- why, why should we become connected educators? Sure. Um, one of the things that I have found out through Twitter, you, you find out so many th- different things through Twitter. And then so you can be following different people's blogs and there's the willingness of everybody to share so much over Twitter, whether it be from resources, um, whether it be from resources. I can just think of Jerry and is it Bloom? Bloom and Garden, yep. Bloom and Garden. And then so he's Cyber Man. Cyber Man 1 on Twitter where it is just his resources. I had never known about his resources up until that point that I joined Twitter. Even though I consider myself a very ed tech savvy educator, where it is that I incorporate education technology within my classroom repeatedly, I had never gone to that point where it is I actually found his pages or his resources. And just him him alone and just knowing, yeah. <laughs> just You can get lost in those resources right there, just cherries. Oh, definitely. If you get lost in those resources and without without making that sort of connection you're just not gonna you just don't know about those different things that are out there there is so much out there and one of the things is how it is that we're going to wade through all those different resources and one of the great ways is twitter because once you um once you start using it 
once you start using it, you just realize as to that's power and it's to its potential. And I'm sure that I'm just beginning to tap on into that power. Now, Craig, you, you, you picked up on a couple things there. You said there is so much stuff out there. For somebody who might be listening to this show and is new to Twitter, how do you start? How do you find those new things? How do you weed your way through all of the the stuff that's out there and really start to hone in what you're looking for? I think one of the best things to do is to follow those people that like yourself. I follow myself. Right. I, I follow myself a lot. Just yes. Follow yourself around. That's all you he need. Has rest- he has a restraining fine. order against himself. Actually. Hey now. He's like, quit following me. Quit following me. There's I've definitely got the teacher some... cast account and the Jeff Bradbury account. They're following me around. Definitely seem to. I think that one of the things with Twitter is that it can be overwhelming. In other words, if your first experience with Twitter is a Twitter chat in which, if you go into a Twitter chat where it is, if it's like California Ed Chat, where it is that tweets are flying by at a thousand some odd tweets per whatever, over that hour, then mm-hmm. you can get very well get overwhelmed with just uh, that massiveness of um, of that there. But I think that you just have to take it to a level that you're comfortable with. And now- so whether that's just be sitting back and watching podcasts like this podcast right here, and there's so many other there where it is that people are just sharing that information. It's just awesome. Now, now, John, I want to talk to you a little bit about, because we've done this on the show of, you know, when you first start on Twitter, what do you have? What do you need? Now, I want to just pull up here on the screen for everybody, Craig Yen's uh, Twitter profile. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, why this is important and, and kind of go down some of these things. We talk about when you start a Twitter profile, you should put your face, okay? And you should have it be a professional picture. And then you have your name and then you have something about yourself. And Craig Yen here says he's a fifth grade teacher, but then he does something awesome. He puts all the hashtags that he belongs to and that he follows. And then... The neatest part here is Twitter actually puts down who he's followed by. And this kind of tells you the company that Craig Yen has been in, John. He's followed by Educlipper, Don Wetrick, and Waka the Puppet. Oh, those, that, those are heavy hitters. Those are heavy hitters right there. <laughs> and I got to tell you, if you're out there watching Waka, you have followed a great person. <laughs> That's too funny. And then this, that's actually my story as my my intro to Twitter. And Sam was one of the first people that I ended up following on Twitter. And why and was following... that? Oh, never mind. Now comes the real part. Why? That's, that's, that, that started the path down this road to where it is that I'm at now. And just, it's just that it really it is about the people that you end up interacting with. And then just, and like I was saying before, so Sam, um, Definitely, I had the opportunity to meet him at um, at campus FBA and just actually seeing him in per- person and actually being able to participate within my first session. He had come to that first session where it is that I was talking about uh, mystery calls, and this was my first EdCamp ever. And if it hadn't been for Twitter, I wouldn't have um, found out about those EdCamps. But just that interaction that we had over at EdCamp SFA has continued to build that relationship it's great to be able to meet those people that you've been talking to on twitter actually in person at these different conferences and i've seen you guys say that repeatedly as well 
Now, talk to us a little bit about those camps. I mean, how has that helped you? Okay, obviously meeting people in person, meeting sure. puppets in person. But what have, <laughs> what has those interactions done to you in the classroom? Why is that important? You know, I really feel that Twitter has re-energized me. And so being a connected educator really has re-energized me in the sense that I really have not attended many conferences at all. Um, with our budgets shrinking, it was always that, okay, well, we'll go ahead and attend as to what it is that the district has provided for us. And yet it's the same circle of people that have always attended those district um, professional development sessions. And then just interacting with these people, these people in these different conferences, for instance, at EdCamps, where it is, it's an unconference. And if you're not familiar with it, I believe it's edcamp.wikispaces.com where it is that you can go ahead and find some more information about EdCamps and um, that unconference model. You just learn so much from um, those people that you interact with and you can go ahead and pursue those different interests that you don't know much more about and just learn so much more about them. That's correct. I mean, um, we have the EdCamp going in Austin, so we have our first one coming up that I'm helping organize with um, some other people. And they're, they're, I mean, they're really, we're really trying to make it um, worthwhile because that's what you that's what you have sometimes I think what you have is professional development and you have what your district um, administration thinks that you need mm -hmm. and then a lot of times I, I really wasn't in the same place that they were and so if you go to an ed camp you can decide what you want to learn about and have some choices and so maybe you can learn about assessment or whatever you want to learn about if that's if that's really what interests you or you could go and learn about other things and learn about like 20% time or go learn about puppets from Sam and those different kinds of things or just sitting in a room and talking with other educators that are not in your building or not in your district I think helps open the doors a little bit and I think it does re-energize you because it feels like sometimes as an educator okay, and I've been teaching for 17 years mm -hmm. um, you get you get in a rut because it's almost like a big high school where that's your world and you see all the problems, and they're really not that big of problems, you know, uh, in the grand scheme of things. The the larger thing is you want to get out there and get some new ideas and get energized a little bit, Definitely. you know? Definitely. It's a really interesting model, this education field. And then so my background was in insurance and financial services, and I had worked in insurance and financial services for um, almost 10 years prior to becoming an educator. And then so in becoming an educator and working within this – Field, it's you look at it and it's very it's very isolatory where it is that you don't have as much interaction you can very much close that door as you are teaching and not be interacting as much with um, beyond your classroom or even outside of your own school and it's really a shame because there are some great things not only going on within your own school and some great teachers that are doing some awesome things um, yet or even within our district where it is that you're not released to go out to go see them. And then the beauty of Twitter is that, and being a connected educator is that there's so many people that are willing to share at this point and then being willing to go ahead and share that experience as to those things that they are doing within their classroom. You get so many more ideas and you just go, oh, let's see if I can go ahead and try that within my classroom mm -hmm. and let's go and see what it is that I can do. And that's really, it's, it's, it's really amazing in that way. 
Yeah. All right. So here, I'm going to go. I'm going to even piggyback a little bit, take sure. it a little bit more in the circle then for you, because we were uh, chatting on Twitter a little bit today. So you went to a conference yesterday. Did you find out about that conference on Twitter? Um, from I, yes, did. Was yes. Okay. <laughs> I did find out that conference from Twitter. And then okay. so I had, and so it was an EdCamp. It was not an EdCamp. And it was a Q conference. And then mm -hmm. so a computer using educators conference. And then so it was the North Bay chapter of Q where, where they were holding a conference over in, um, it was over in Larkspur, which they called it Ed, um, North Bay Q Marin, though. Mm -hmm. and, and so go, and going to that one there, I just had the, <laughs> I got a little arm twisted on Twitter where it is that Carl Ellis. Carl Ellis, yeah. Yes. By the Carl way, Ellis. who I'm beating mercilessly in fantasy football this week. But oh, you are. Yeah, oh, I'm just killing him. Um, I, I, I could be scoring points right now as, as we're here. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that you are. <laughs> but I had the opportunity to go ahead and go to one of his sessions yesterday where it is that he was talking about Innovation Day and then where it is that in it, where it is that if I did not have that interaction with him pr previously, I would not have gone over to that conference. I would have actually gone over to my school to be able to participate in Campus Beautification Day, which would mm -hmm. have been... Awesome. Yeah, which would have been great which too. Would have been right, awesome, right. I'm sure. Right. However, at the same time, I decided to go ahead and spend that Saturday um, learning from others. The keynote speaker was Catlin Tucker, who okay. it is that I had taken some um, courses um, from from Simple K12, like I was saying before, and then some webinars from her. And then so she was concentrated on blended learning and just that power of that online community, and then just with with um, with students themselves. And then so I also had the opportunity to go ahead and um, have a session with Lisa Villapo. And then where it is that we we're talking about the power of power project-based learning. And just some of those things, yeah, I'm implementing it in one way or another within my class. Sure, we haven't done an innovation day yet. However, at the same time, now I've connected with two presenters, um, Sarah Press and Carl, where it is that I'm going, okay, I think that this is something that we could do. And this is something where it is that I asked them after it is that they had that conference. I'm, mm -hmm. The session yesterday, I'm going, hey, you know, you guys should go ahead and invite other educators in to go ahead and see Innovation Day in action at your school. And then by doing so, they're going to be that more enthused about that Innovation Day and being able to uh, practice that. It's a version of 20% time, except all built within one day. And it's just really awesome. I even blog, like I was saying before, and like you were saying, I did blog about that experience, and then I shared some of those resources back over on my blog as well from that post. And so then that's what I think the second part is. So I think if there are people on Twitter, you know, being a connected educator and, and knowing what's out there, I think that's a great first step, or even just lurking and seeing through things. But then the second one is making sure that you do a blog post and going ahead and blogging about it I think is awesome. And that takes it all the way in. And Jeff is waving at me to stop. I I, I, I think we have a, a, a call-in guest here on the show, guys. Uh, mystery caller, are you there? Hello, mystery caller, are you there? Is this is this Waka Patui? Yes. How are you doing there, Jeff? We're, we're out here on the road for uh, what lighter we saw it Wait wait a minute, Waka, did I hear that right? Are you driving right now, Waka? Uh, 
Oh no! Wait, <laughs> Walker. Oh, no, if we, if this is, if there's a car accident involved is... in this. Walker, are you are you okay, Walker? Uh oh, Walker just hung up the phone. <laughs> Someone obviously did not get their iPhone 5S today. Yeah, that's right. Or, or is on the at and well, 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 Craig, it, it was good that you guys connected when you did. <laughs> um, but, if you'd uh, like to hear the replay of this, please subscribe to us over at teachercast.net slash iTunes. Right, where you can hear phone calls from puppets driving off cliffs. Where you can hear phone calls from puppets without any arms trying to drive up the highway in, in California. Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. I think, I think... Oh, is he back? Uh, Waka, you're you're live on the air. Are, are you okay? I, I'm just fine. The the cells have reached out here. Leaves a lot to be desired. The Central Valley, California, is not, not a uh, connected as I'd like it to be. I I don't know. I don't want to disturb you here, but you're actually on live right now with Craig Yen. Craig Yen. Craig, I. Uh oh. You know, I, I have a. Can you hear Craig? Oh. I was saying I have a Craig Yen fan club. You, I, I saw the Google we're, community, yes. No, no, we're we're on Penguin. All the cool puppets are on Penguin. Aren't you on Penguin, Jeff? I, I, I think I might be, yes. Excellent. Uh, you, you should be getting three accounts on Penguin, I guess, right? Do, do you have a question for, for Craig? Uh, Greg, what, what, uh, what's the most important thing for a, uh, connected educator? To... What, what's the most important thing for a connected educator to, to eat? What was that? <laughs> the word, to know. To, to learn. What's the most important thing for a connected educator to learn? Craig, mm. Comment. I think that the most important thing for a connected educator to learn is. I think I think I lost you. Oh, you can't. Can you hear him back? Oh, you can't hear him back. Okay. Hey, we're we're back. We're back. (laughs) Walker, can you hear Craig on the other side of the conversation? Sam's back, but Craig's trying to talk. He's interrupting him. How did we fill an hour? Well, (laughs) there was this phone call from Fresno, and then uh, it all went crazy from there. Uh oh. Well, oh, see, there we go. There, there, there we go. We, we, we want to blame the mountains, but, but there's I'll, no coverage in Bakersfield. We'll, we'll ask that question again. What, what is the most important thing for a connected or a newly connected educator to know? I think one of the most important things uh, for a connected educator to know is just to keep on keep on being involved with Twitter. In other words, um, there's so many different things that go on in an educator's life and just in our lives in general, right? Where it is that we get so busy and then where it is that we just have to go ahead and remember to make some time for these different things, whether it be Twitter, whether it be family, of course, and whether it be just connecting with other educators who are sharing that same interest, sharing that same passion. And I think that that's one of the most important things for someone to know, take that chance, go ahead and be on a, um, a live podcast here where it is where you're going and then just you're rambling on and just 
when you play it back, you're going, uh, did I really just, did I say that? <laughs> right, that's why I do podcasts, just so I can remember my rambling stream of consciousness thoughts. But um, what I was going to say is I like, on, when your when I tweeted out your blog post today, what I really liked was that you actually took, like, the notes and then shared the notes with everybody. So even if they weren't at that conference, like, like I wasn't because I'm in Texas, mm -hmm. I could see that you were really excited about Alice Keeler coming in, and she was going to do that, and I know that she's got a lot of energy when she presents from your writing and things like that. And I think it's really, really a valid point that sometimes if you're on Twitter now, Maybe your next step, and this is what I'm trying to do personally, too, is start to blog and get some of your thoughts out there. And and I know that I do the podcast, but I, I don't really blog that much. And so that's one of one my of the, focuses this, this month, definitely. I guess. I think one of the main things that I do blog, and the reason that I blog is just to reflect on what it is that I'm learning. And just so that to keep it straight in my mind, because there are so many different things out there and so many different things that I'm learning. And then just to not only document it for and to be able to share with others, but also to share with myself so that I can go back later on and then be able to look and see as to um, those different resources and to remember what it is that I want to try to implement and right. try to use. There's a lot of things out there. Mm -hmm. there is I thought... I thought one of the things I did that I thought was funny was, you know, um, I've really been, uh, I've really been kind of um, off the pen and paper for taking notes. But then what I've been doing lately is there have been so many pen and paper pads at the conferences I've been going to. I've actually re reverted back kind of to, to writing down notes and then actually taking that and then typing it into my iPad notes. So just so I have that extra step of remembering, because sometimes there's so many great things that go on at these conferences and you forget them and you just, and so now I've, I've almost reverted back now where I'm thinking, okay, I could take a picture of my notes or whatever, but I like to read that extra step of writing them down and then retyping them in kind of helps me go over and almost study, if you will, some of the different things that are going on. I, th I think it's funny that I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'm too great for pen and paper. I'm so techie. <laughs> but it, it doesn't matter. It, I mean, really, I, I've got to start processing some of the things because there's so many good things out there that you learn from people like Carl L.S. or mm -hmm. Alice Keeler. There's just so many things out there that, that do that. There is. And I think that one of the things about being um, connected is that they actually keep you accountable. In other words, you will – one of the things that I do participate in, and then one of the things that you were saying is that um, you see my name all over the place where it is, is that I do participate in a number of different chats. And then so I do participate in Sam's chat, Patui chat on Tuesday nights at five o'clock. And mm -hmm. then where it is that I will participate in California Ed chat, which is at eight o'clock this evening, um, where it is not, not only do you connect with other educators, but also that you just go ahead and tell them as to some of those things that you are doing within your classroom and then oh, that you want to do. And then they also say, and then so the thing with Twitter is that they actually interact back with you and say, oh, you know, so how did that mystery call go? Or how did this, this and that that go? Oh, did you implement Genius Hour within your classroom yet? And then so what is it that you're doing? And then when you see all those other people actually taking that chance and actually going and trying these different things like Innovation Day, like Genius Hour, 20% time, and you just get inspired by that, that you're saying, hey, this is something that I can do as well, even if it's something that stuff other people have not been doing within um, that within your own immediate um, community. Right, and then I think even if you went, community. even if you went to like um, 
and I think you've got the educators. I know this is the way I feel too, and I, I always tell people this. I'm never sure if they really believe me, and I always say you can always ask me questions and t direct message and tweet me because it, it doesn't matter. And and sometimes I can get to questions a lot. Uh, most of the time I can actually. But like if you if you did something and you tried the Genius Hour like this week or 20% time and then something didn't go quite the way you wanted it to, mm -hmm. you could actually go to Carl LS and just go, all right, you know, what did I what did I do wrong here? And then he would actually I mean, I think that there are tons of people. We're all we're all educators. We know that we're not in this for the money and we just want things to go really well. I mean, as much as I crab about Arnie Duncan, I mean, really it's just because I want things to go well. I want it to be better and that's all we ever really want. It's not it's not out of meanness or spite or anything and I actually, you know, I, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, I say that kind of laughing, but I mean, it isn't, it isn't, it's, I want things to be better and I want people to be doing all that they can. And I think that there are a lot of educators on Twitter that try and do all they can to support whomever it is because they just want people to try things and help them out and be better so that we can be better for the kids. And that's, that's what it should be about. Yeah, and I think that being connected is not only all about Twitter. Oh, no. In other no. words, people right. connect up through many different means. In other words, if you're connecting with us in a professional learning community, with, even at your own school and at your own school site, where it is that, or you're connecting across the district in different ways, um, whether it be through a wiki or whether it be through online or whether it be through offline, um, there's so many different ways that people connect that are just beyond, um, beyond Twitter. And then so that if they have a Facebook group or a Google group, community, then there's so many different things that you see there. We want to say thank you to everybody who's out there watching over here on TeacherCast.tv. And if you do have a question for Craig Yen, we're using the hashtag TechEducator, or you can certainly reach out in our chat box. We want to say hello to some people here. Tammy is uh, joining us right now live at the chat box, and uh, so is Simon, who has a great avatar of himself standing next to Yoda. And uh, we want to say hello to Peggy George and uh, want to remind everybody that there's a lot of great uh, connected educator NIS coming up. Peggy, is that a, is that a word? Connected educator NIS um, coming up here Mitch. is the K to 12 online conference and the reform symposium is going to be happening here. And uh, also they're going to be having something called Library 2.0 and something that I'm going to be taking uh, a session here for, which is called RSCON4, Reform Symposium for Connected uh, uh, um, Onions in November. I think that might be what it is. Uh, maybe Peggy can Wait, help me you out. just made that up. No, 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 no. We're, we're connecting vegetables and educators and administrators, the whole thing tonight. So, well, I think I've known a lot of administrators that actually are vegetables, so that kind of fits, actually. But um, bum Well, it's funny. I just got done turning in my final paper for my teacher leadership course, and the entire five-page paper I kept talking about educators and administrators. So we'll see if she picks up on something like that. <laughs> but uh, if you do have a question for Craig Yen, please do. Craig, I want to talk to you a little bit about EdCamps. Now, as, as sure. uh, you know, you're, you're an educator. You've been an educator for 11 years. Are you one to get up and give a presentation at EdCamp, or are you more of the sit back and I'm there to learn, or a little bit of both? <laughs> I think it's a little, bit of comp, a little bit of both. And then so the true EdCamp model is not one for one to actually get up there to um, present and then so it's a sharing of ideas where it is that it's a um, led conversation more than anything else. In other words, there's more than one expert within the room. And then so if it is a EdCamp session, 
then it's a coming together of ideas to be able to share that experience when you're thinking about those different things. So for instance, that use of Skype within the classroom. Mm -hmm. John, what do you think? When, when should teachers take the plunge and stand in front of the, the EdCamp classroom versus behind the classroom? Or do you recommend people just, hey, if you got something to say, there it is. <laughs> you know, I, I've been thinking about this a little bit, and I, I mean, I've been to a lot of the ed camps in in Texas recently. We've had a bunch. I would say I've probably been to about six, maybe or so. And um, I'm going to Ed Camp Dallas for for Matt Gomez a week, um, like you know, it's 11 days away or 13 days away, I think, on October 12th. I really think that there's a lot of times where I've tried to kind of sit back a little bit. I don't want to always be the person up there giving speeches, and I don't think it should be that way. I think it should be, I think some of the, one of the better ones that I've been to is we had a smaller one called Ed Camp Houston in a nice, um, it was at a very nice school. I, the name escapes me right now. I was going to ask um, if it was in the dome. We sit, yeah, and we sat in a table, and we ju it was just, we had nice round tables. We all just sat down and we all just like didn't, did a little app share or then, you know, we sat in a room and we talked about Twitter a little bit. And I really feel like it should just be conversational and not like a traditional conference. I'm really getting tired of the, like I said, I've said it before, I sound like a broken record, but the conferences where you get up for 50 minutes and lecture to everyone, that's not what we're, we, we don't want that to be be that person as a teacher. We want to be more interactive and things like that. So um, I don't see why we should do it at conferences. The con the last one that um, Felix Giacomino and I did in Tucson, Arizona, we actually just got up, did our little uh, spiel for 10 minutes, and then we gave the people that were participating time to run around and do a whole bunch of stuff. We gave them an assignment, and then we brought them back together and just had them explain what they did for their assignment. And it was a lot of fun, and I wish we had had maybe an hour more to do it because it would have given them a lot more time to go through and do some of those things. So I think anybody that goes to an ed camp should give their opinion, and it's always good for a discussion. People can debate me about Arnie Duncan, Kurt Reese dis disagrees with me about Arnie Duncan all the time on the show now and says he's just a figurehead that does, has no power. So I kind of agree with him now. I'm like, okay, you're right. He has no power. He's just a uh, he's just window dressing. That <laughs> 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 it makes me feel better. But yeah, I, I think that that's. I think that if you ask Dan Callahan, that would be his Ed Camp model. That everybody just sits down. We're going to talk about Genius Hour. Everybody's an expert. Go ahead. And if you want to say something. That's fine, and if there's other people all sitting down at a round table, horseshoe table, whatever, and just discussing. I think what you said is very interesting, and then in the sense that I've now been to three Ed Camps, not counting Ed Camp Home, and then so the Ed Camp Home experience was very different, where it is, it was an online experience. And then in being at these different Ed Camps, each Ed Camp actually was very different from the other. And then so my first experience was with Ed Camp SF Bay, where it is that um, I hadn't known as many people yet, and then so I was still connecting with some people. I did see Sam over there, I did see Carl over there, and yet I was. Um, it was an experience where it is that people were sharing, just like it is that you were saying, and then that they were sharing their ideas, debating their ideas, and just sharing their experiences, what it is that we were learning from each other. Whereas the second Ed Camp that I attended in with Ed Camp Los Altos, there was a lot more district people there, where it is that didn't seem as many. Um, teachers that were there at that point and then it might have been the timing of the ed camp itself and then the last experience that I had was over at, at Camp Los Altos where it is that 
it, there were a lot of teachers there when I was going and it was a smaller ed camp where it was about 50 participants where it is that you it was more of an intimate feel where it is that you really got into deeper conversations um, with them and it just really just as to the amazing things that they were doing within their district there um, because that's who it is that was hosting it was just amazing to see that to just think that okay so if this district can do it what is it that can we do Yeah, I think that that's an interesting one, and I think that, you know, um, I, I've been reading a lot lately, too, where the ed camps have turned into a lot of, like, a technology focus and different things like that, whereas when we're going to do ed camp, um, ATX ed camp Austin, we really want to go more with a pedagogy and how you teach kind of style, too, and not have it be so technology-driven. Not everything, I know we love technology, but it doesn't always have to be technology-driven can just talk about some of the different ideas that you have and um, some of the different lessons that you have. And I think that, that that's a, it's good to mix it up a little bit. We, we need to find the sweet spot, I think. Absolutely. And, true. you know, I, I, I agree with something here that Peggy put on the chat here. She says the only problem that's, that sometimes happens with ed camps is that you do need to have a leader in the room. You know, you do need to have somebody that has some kind of knowledge. You, you can't be all... I don't know if ignorant is the right word on the on the topic, but I know when we had EdCamp STEAM, I'm not a STEAM teacher. I don't know much about it, but I went up there to support New Jersey educators, and I put up a session for let's talk about how orchestra and performing arts work with STEAM. Now, I I took the advice of friends of just, just put a thing up. Someone's going to want to know about it, but I didn't have any information, and it actually ended up being a really good conversation wrapped around – about 15 people or so that had no idea about performing arts and steam. And we just brainstormed a lot of great ideas. And so, you know, I do agree. It, you do need to have a leader or else you do kind of have that little anarchy at first of, should we be here? <laughs> do we all get up and provide the rule of two feet and just kind of leave? You know, I got to say, John, we are having a great conversation here on the chat box um, over at teachercast.tv. And, and, you know, thank you guys again out there so much. This is, Tech Educator Podcast, episode 30. And, uh, you know, all the archives for this is going to be over at techeducatorpodcast.com slash 30. And I usually post those on Mondays or Tuesdays. We'll get everything up here. Um, Craig, I want to say one thing. Thank you so much for being the guinea pig on Connected Educator Month and coming in and sharing your story with us. <laughs> Not a problem. There's so many more resources out there online. And then um, do we want to go ahead and share a website with them? Um, what, to... what is your website, Craig? Where where can we find out, as I'm pulling up your lower third, where can sure. we find out more information about – John, get ready. John, uh, oh, you ready? Yep. About yep. Craig Yen. <laughs> Craig Yen. Sure. Oh. What you can find <laughs> is on your I, was, I was ready, but I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> There's so many different things that um, – the word is that you can go ahead. No, I've lost my window. Oh, there's my window. I'll stall you some time. See, we oh, found exactly. our windows. Never and then mind. so <laughs> my my website where it is that I'm blogging is yen4teaching.blogspot.com. And then so I started my blog about the same time period that I started my my more recent journey on Twitter. And then so it's been about three months since I um, really dove into Twitter, and I think that it's um, the problem. I've even blogged about it where it is that I thought there was a problem with Twitter, where it is that 
um, is very addictive, and it seems to be that I very have a very addictive personality <laughs> with regards to Twitter and that no. space. Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Compared to who? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, that's funny. And then so um, it's kind of interesting, and it's it's fun to be able to. Um, just to be able to actually see you guys within person, to be able to interact with these different different people, including Peggy and Simon, and then where it is that and Waka you, and Waka and Sam, <laughs> and where it is that you just get a little bit more of a glimpse about you guys are just actual people, and then and where it is puppets. that that's the whole and and puppets of course. Yes. And so it's just where it is that you just have another that. Hey, we're on, we're in this journey together, and then so um, we're learning together. Craig, what's your favorite piece of ed tech other than TeacherCast? <laughs> hmm. Like, if there was one, if you were on a deserted island with Twitter and what would you get? What would I get? Can I have your iPhone 5s? Ooh, that would work. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Then, then you could call. <laughs> Yeah, hey, we didn't tell you, but as a guest of TeacherCast, you get that 5S that Jeff just bought. Yeah, you know you. what? I might just donate it because the only thing that the 5S is telling me is that the Eagles lost 59 to 13 or something like that. Oh, poor Eagles. It must be that it's just not a lucky phone for you. It, so it's got to be something. We, maybe we should just give it away to all these viewers. Give it away. That we have. And you know what? I got to tell you, I'm really disappointed. They put the, and I knew this from the 5, but they put the headphone jack down here, which means. You can't plug in an external thing, John, unless you take off your cover. Like, oh. I, I just had to fight my phone to get Walker to phone call me in. And that's like, why do I want to take my cover off? I don't know. I don't know. It was a $40 cover. I'm going to oh, keep saying that. That's so much. John, what about you? What's that one piece of technology that you couldn't live, uh, you know, live other than your Devin Hester poster? And your yes, other than the Devin Hester poster, which I have now covered up. Thank you uh, for pointing that out to me. Um, I mean, really, I guess I would go um, the piece of technology. I mean, I'll, I'll go, I'll go iPad for now. I, I'm a sucker for. I'm still a sucker for my iPad. I just hooked up uh, Marnie Moose's. She just got an iPad Mini, so now we have four iPad Minis in the house. We have five iPad Minis in the house. I'm sorry. Um, so you I, have that's for a station. I know. Well, yeah, I know. I have, I have enough kids for a station. That's the thing. So, um, yeah, I, I really like the iPad mini right now, and I, w I won't even say the regular iPad. I'll say I really like the size of the iPad mini. It's been pretty helpful. But if I could go without anything, I agree with Craig. It's my phone is the one thing I would never give up. I, I love my smartphone. And really, I think that if I got some kind of a, a cool uh, Windows uh, Droid Nexus phone, I would be happy with that, too, after I learned how to use it. So that's what I've got. I wanted to say, too, Jeff, that um, if we look at Reform Symposium, just because I know Peggy's out there and she's one of the people uh, that is organizing it, so thanks to Peggy for that. It starts Saturday, October 12th, and um, you can go to futureofeducation.com, and that's where you can find the schedule, and you can coincide it with your uh, time zone that you're on. But it runs pretty much that whole weekend until Sunday, and I have to say that a long time ago, before I was truly a connected educator, that was one of the ones where I watched that 
and I saw George Kuros or heard George Kuros speak for the first time, and then he gave me the idea of his Identity Day, which I then took and modified for myself. If you haven't, if you haven't seen that one, Craig, I'll, I'll I have a blog post about it. Actually, I can forward you that one. But um, it's uh, it's really cool, and um, it's been going on for quite a while. And I want to thank. Um, Shelly Terrell for inviting me to present, so I will actually be presenting on Sunday at 3 p.m. Central. I'm sure that Jeff Bradbury is presenting as well at that one. I think I saw, correct? I am going to be presenting at the Reform Symposium on podcasting, and it's going to be a busy weekend for me. I'm actually going to be doing the keynote address at EdTechNJ on the 12th, and I believe we're going to be broadcasting that. I've, I've never quite yet broadcasted my own keynotes. But um, I'm up for the challenge. I want to try it. So I'll, I'll be broadcasting that um, probably in the morning. Uh, that's actually a really big conference um, in Edison. Um, I've got the opening keynote and then this um, this uh, You Matter Slacker. thing. This, this You Matter thing is going to go on Slacker. around lunchtime or so. I th- you Matter. Nobody's heard of that. Nobody knows who that is. Uh, hashtag 105,000 followers. Yeah, exactly. And, um, Nobody knows Angela. Right, but, you know, you know, I'm the opening act. What can you, what can you do, right? And that's so, a good old, that's a good person to be opening act. For. That is, that yeah, is, right. that is not bad. I mean, that's almost like being the opening act to O oh, Peyton Manning today. So yeah, there's going on, and I'm looking forward to to talking about podcasting at the Reform Symposium. And Peggy, I'm looking for you to give me some information about K12 um, because I'll be doing a session there on WordPress which uh, I, I, I put together this really, really cool trailer. Sorry about hitting the mic. Put together this really cool trailer <laughs> that uh, features Waka Patui on the trailer. And I'm looking forward to... Uh... Should I give Waka a little shout-out to you let's, there? Let's try that again. Waka Patui. Craig Yen. Craig gets a double, though. <laughs> Sorry, Waka. Steve Ballmer. It's because he has arms. No, nothing for Probably Steve Ballmer. Probably in honor of National Coffee Day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, National Coffee Day. I, I, I know, because Starbucks really needs your money. Nice. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you guys so much for being on the show. This is, again, episode 30. Uh, Craig, one more time, not like we need to find you, but how can we find if you we online? Did. You can go ahead and find me at, at craigyen.com. And in honor of Kurt Reese, I'll go ahead and spell that. That's C-R-A-I-G-Y-E-N. Excellent. Thank you so much for being a connected educator, Craig. And if you'd like to be on the show as a connected educator and you know who you are out there, we would love to have you be on the show as well. We are featuring connected educators all month. John, talk to us a little bit about where we can find you and uh, how we can get hooked up as one of those nasty, uh, nifty co-hosts that you got there. <laughs> well, I, uh, you can find us on Techlandia. I would, w- I would want for you now, I, Jeff, I haven't told you this yet, but at iPadSammy.com, I'm doing a complete remodel, and I will have some Tech Educator links on over there as well as some Techlandia links over as well. It looks very nice, but don't look at the front right now. Don't look at it. Just go to the blog. The blog is done. And what do you use and for that? Is, that me is, done. is that WordPress or is that something else? Or no, I'm using Squarespace. You know, I'm, I'm I need you to tutor me on WordPress. You're, I know you're the the Jedi of WordPress. I, I, I'm the I'm the horrible person. I, I was actually giving. I don't want to use somebody's name today, but he he's a very very well connected educator from Canada, and I was giving face to face tech support today on WordPress today. Oh my god! So that was gracious. that was quite that was that was quite something right there. 
And so, you know, Shereski, get it together, buddy. I, I don't, I don't know about that, but, um, but yeah, a lot of good stuff here. I, I do have something to, to, to kind of announce, which I thought was kind of odd, but cool. But I was looking at my analytics this week and teacher cast has gone over 200,000 minutes watched on YouTube. Now, I don't know if that's a big deal, but for, for, for one little boy here in New Jersey trying to put all this stuff together, 200,000 minutes of watched stuff is really, really cool. And again, please head over to teachercast.net slash YouTube and please hit the subscribe button. We are pushing out probably four or five or six live shows a week. And uh, if you want to learn how to do it, subscribe to TeacherCast. Um, lots of good stuff happening over there. And, uh, you know, I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for being a part of the TeacherCast family as we sit here and go. There is a lot of stuff happening with us um, in the next few weeks. This Friday, I'm going to be traveling up to the Google New York Edu Summit, where I'm going to be uh, speaking a little bit, taking some classes, and also doing some interviewing on... Uh, let's see, on Saturday, uh, and that's, that's up at Hofstra University, up in uh, Long Island, I believe it is. On Saturday, I'm going to be going to Ryder University, where I'm going to be uh, working with the wonderful New Jersey librarians at the NJASL, which is N-J-A-S-L. That's the New Jersey Librarians ISTE affiliate. So uh, we're a lot of TeacherCast broadcasting this week. Next week, we are back again live Sunday at 7 o'clock with the Tech Educator Show and 9.30 with Connected, so with Connected, with the Principal Cast. And uh, yeah, lots of great stuff happening here. Of course, we're getting back into Social Studies Chat live on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. And Tuesday, um, usually Tuesdays, we're either broadcasting over Patui or NJ Ed, but... I get a chance to see my triplets again. We're actually going back for pictures. So uh, we, we will have a lot of good pictures and good stuff to talk about next week. So want to say thank you to, out there to our guest, Craig Yen. And on behalf of our co-hosts, Jeff Herb, Sam Patterson, Waka Patui, and John Samuelson, I want to say thank you guys so much. And uh, if you haven't realized yet, tonight is the premiere episode of Once Upon a Time Neverland. Go out there, check that out, and watch that. I know that's where I'm going to be bouncing as soon as we're done. Thank you so much, Simon, Peggy, Brianne, Tammy, and everybody out there for checking us out over here at the Tech Educator hashtag. On behalf of everybody at the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Channel, thank you so much. We will see you in an hour and a half at 9.30 Eastern for Principal Cast. Good night, everybody.